You are about to listen to the S. Anthony Says Podcast, starring S. Anthony Thomas. <laughs> you lucky bastards. All right, this is S. Anthony. Glad you came back. Ready for the next one? All right, here we go. Go! Well, hello, hello, you sick bastards. That's right, my friends, the S machine is back. I am back. And I am back outside. And I don't know, man, I'm I'm, I'm starting to like doing this thing outside a little bit too much. You know what I mean? I'm kind of digging it. Not only because I have an opportunity to enjoy the fresh air, but I'm not confined to a studio, but because it's starting to become warmer outside and women are outside and women are yummy. That's all I got to say. <laughs> this, is the, this, is the, this is the Monday one because I'm, I'm doing the Monday, Wednesday and Fridays from now on uh, for the foreseeable future anyway until, until my schedule changes and then we'll talk about that later. But what I wanted to talk to you cats about was how things built for speed crash a lot. Things built for speed crash a lot. And the reason I say that is because there's a lot of times where people want to do things faster than is necessary. I was at the store today. It was a dollar store. And these two, these two guys talking. It was a young brother and an older brother talking. And I don't know what their relationship was, but obviously they were close because they knew a lot about each other. And the older guy was telling the younger guy, man, I really wish I would have listened to my mom when I was your age, man. I would have listened to her, man. I would, a lot of problems I have right now wouldn't even have happened. I wouldn't have to deal with a lot of the silliness and all of that. And the young guy was like, yeah, man, you know, my mother... You know, this, that, and the other. Because what happened was, his mother realized that he was not like her other, her other children. Her other children were what I like to refer to very kindly as, um, what's the word? I'm looking for the phrase. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this will describe them accurately. Pieces of shit. Okay, I mean, these guys had all the trappings, they had everything set up. They had a good mom, the good dad, the dad and the mom were making some decent bread. They were middle class. They had everything set up for them, but they decided they chose. Oh, oh, oh. I could work hard like my parents worked and have a house and have some kids. Or I could be a complete piece of shit and sell some drugs and steal shit. And that's what they decided to do. And they kept going in and out of jail. This guy didn't go in and out of jail because he decided I'm going to work a job. I'm going to save my money. I'm not going to have any kids until later on. They got a bunch of kids each. You know what I'm saying? And, every, and he, he was upset because every time he went home to visit his parents, to visit his family, if his siblings were there, they were mad at him. As if him not being a piece of shit, him not selling drugs, him not stealing things, how somehow that made him feel that he was better than them. Well, yeah. <laughs> he is better than you. Now, I don't like to give value to human beings and say one human being is better than another one, but you can give value to uh, their contribution to society. You can do that. Like, think about the president or, or some some famous person who's done a lot of stuff. They're not better than you as a human being. They, they don't have any more importance than you. They're just another carbon-based organism like you are. But their contribution to society, if they do good things, may be more than yours. You know? And if you're somebody like these two jackasses who are actually taking shit away, you're selling stuff to somebody that you know is going to kill them. You know the stuff you're giving that person is going to kill them. You know the stuff you're giving to that person is going to ruin their lives. But the $20 you got or the $50 you got from that one person is more important. Because you don't think about anybody but yourself, you piece of shit. 
And that's why you go to jail. And you know what happens when you go to jail? Society is saying, we don't give a fuck about your time in your life because we're going to put you someplace where you can be completely unproductive. Not that you were productive in the first place because you were selling death to people. You know, but you, you don't like anybody else's life. We don't like your time. In fact, I'm going to take 10 years of it. Well, you're going to sit in this box with a guy who's looking at your ass like it's a strawberry sundae. <laughs> Why? Because you wanted to be too fast. You wanted to get fast money. Because things that are fast, that go too fast, crash a lot. Things that are fast, go too fast, crash a lot. You decided to try to get the money too fast. He had another brother. This cat was a thief. Going around stealing people's stuff. Things that other people who go to a job and work and contribute something to society worked hard to get it. You know, remember what it's like when you buy your first big screen TV? You never had a big screen TV in your life and you work hard. I'm going to watch my games. I want to watch movies with my, my spouse and my kids. I want to I have this big screen TV and you save money to get it. And then one day you come home and it's gone. You worked hard to get that and this piece of shit walked into your house and took it. Why? Because he wanted the big screen TV now. Or he wanted the money now. He didn't want to go working for it. He wanted to wait until you got it. Then he took it. And of course, we take him as a society and say, listen, you don't care about this guy's TV. We don't care about the next five years of your life. Sit in this fucking box. And it was your choice to be in that box because you knew what the penalty was. Why? Because you wanted it fast because you didn't want to work for it. Things that are fast, that go too fast, crash a lot. And these two dickheads crashed a lot. So when this guy goes home and he decides he wants to go home and see his family because he wants to stay in contact with his family, you want to be in contact with your family, right? Even if they're dickheads, you want to be in contact with your family. Everybody here listening right now, everybody listening to me, no matter where you are, if you're someplace in the United States, if you're overseas, because I know there's some people overseas that are listening to the, to the podcast now, I know there's a bunch of people in Canada, I know there's a bunch of people in Australia, I know there's a bunch of people in London listening right now, you have pieces of shit people in your family, don't you? Of course you do. You got assholes, I'm walking through a door right now, you have assholes in your family, don't you? Whoop. There's a truck going by. Hey, jeez. Let me walk around the corner. It's getting loud as fuck out there. <laughs> I, walk around. <laughs> I walked around the I walked through the door, walked around the corner, and goddamn truck starts coming. I was like, hey, let me start talking to the people. And they're hearing none of this. But what I was saying was, you have a bunch of people in your family that are dickheads. You go to your, your house and it's, it's you know, Christmas or Thanksgiving or some crap like that. And what happens is... You go, ah, well, Uncle Charlie's a drunk dickhead and he's an asswipe, but he's still my uncle. So, you know, I mean, I do love him. He was, he was decent to me when I was a kid. Granted, now he, you know, when, when he turned third, when, he, when I was a kid, he stole my bike and, you know, bought some meth with it. And I, mean, I don't know how much meth you buy with a bike, but, you know, he got it, whatever it was. But you still have an affinity for these dumbasses. But for the most part, most of us have people in the family that are just kind of, you know, they get drunk on Christmas or they act like complete dickheads when they come over to the on, on uh, New Year's Day or whatever. And you go, know, you know, he's an asshole three times a year. Most of the time, he's pretty good. But these people were just pieces of shit, stealing things from him all the time. You know, one guy had a one guy had a used a social security number and got him in trouble. He just just barely got that, barely kept himself out of trouble and cleaned that up. Now, why did they do that? Because they wanted things now, quickly, fast. And what happened? Things that are fast, that are go that go too fast, 
crash a lot. I've been around those people all the time. You know you've been around those people. And you just look at them and you go, oh, God, I just want to slap the shit out of this guy. You know, but, uh, but, you didn't, but then you realize you better not because he's been in prison and lifting weights the whole time. And if you raise your hand up, he's going to do what I like to refer to. Uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Uh, let's see the phrase I'm looking for. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah. Beat the shit out of you. <laughs> right. So he was complaining about that. And then they kind of draw, drew me into the conversation. I was, I, was, I was listening, but I wasn't listening. I was on the phone with a friend, but I could hear them talking. And then they go to me, hey, man, what's up, man? I'm like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, man, you know, you, you, you heard, did you hear what I was saying? I said, yeah, I heard you. I mean, I'm standing right next to you. I heard you. I was trying not to get into your conversation. <clears throat> you know, I could hear you, but I, you know, I didn't want to butt into your business. He said, no, man, it's cool. It's cool. Let me ask you a question, man. If you had relatives like that, your brothers was like that, you know, and they, you know, were stealing from you all the time and taking stuff from you all the time. And when I go to the house, man, I go to the house just to visit my moms, my dads. They look me up and down and be giving me, you know, mean mugging me and gritting on me. And if you don't know what gritting on me means, gritting on me means, gritting, gritting on me basically means giving me, giving you a mean, I hate you look. So they were gritting on me and everything. You know what I mean? And all I wanted to do was just visit my family and all that. And I said, dude, listen. I can relate. Now, I don't have anybody in my family. And my family's pretty cool. I mean, we have a couple of weirdos in the family. But, you know, I'm about as weird as they are. I just tend to use my weirdness to create art. <laughs> so, but the thing is, um, we all have that relative that are like that. But the thing I keep telling people, I told my, I told my nephews this. I told my friends this. And I had to tell myself this first. Because it's important to remember. You don't necessarily owe anybody anything if they're not good to you, dude. If you got a brother that stole your social security number, he already told you what he thought about you. If you got a brother that broke into your house and stole your shit that you worked for, he already told you what he thought about you. The reason that you have an affinity for family members is because you grew up with them and there's a common history. You've been together for a long period of time. They know all the ins and outs. They understand you at a level that other people can't understand you. That's why you have an affinity to them. It just doesn't mean because they're... There's a blood tie to you. If I took, if your brother was disappeared, you didn't even know you had a brother, and then you met him, and he just turned out to be a dickhead, you wouldn't go, you know, he's a bit of a dick, but there's something inside me on a genetic level that says I must build a relationship with this man. No, doesn't work that way. Usually, if the person's a decent human being and a good person, you grow up alongside each other as siblings, and then everything will be cool, because if you're around a good person and, the, and you have a long history, it's a deep relationship. Just like if you had a friend in school, he's not or she's not genetically linked to you, but you've known each other since you were 12 years old. Now you're in your 30s. You know them all this time. You have an affection for them. Now, if the brother is a piece of shit who steals your shit, you know what I'm saying? If the brother takes your social security number, if the brother breaks into your house, if the brother hits on your girlfriend, yes, I heard that part too. He's not a brother anymore. He's a guy who exists because the same pair of genitals collided rhythmically at a sometime in the past. That's all he is. He exists because the same pair of genitals at a, on a different occasion rhythmically collided and he is the result of it. You don't owe him anything once he does that. You don't owe him shit. Older guy goes, man, that's some good shit. You kind of young to be saying that. I said, well, I'm, I'm, I'm roughly his age and a lot younger than you, but I've also had a lot of people around me that were pieces of shit. He goes, yeah, so keep, keep talking, brother, keep talking. That's what the old guy said to me. And I said, so th it's, it's just like that, man. I mean, when you see people alone uh, around your life and you see people who 
say for the sake of argument, you, you have one parent missing. Maybe it's the mother, maybe it's the father. There's something missing there because you may not understand the other sex that, that you aren't at the level you would have if the other person was there. Now, you know, I, I, I was raised in a single, single parent household. I, I understand it. You know, there's certain things I didn't pick up on until a little bit later on because I didn't see the mother-father thing in the house or I didn't see the healthy relationships around me. If most relationships that you see are weird or strange or crazy, you think that's the norm. You go to, you go to a person's house and they have a normal, healthy relationship. I saw I was with this guy's uh, hanging out. His family was fucked up. Now, my family is okay. His family was fucked up. Horrible. So we would go to other friends' houses with the parents. You know, the parents were like hug each other and kiss each other. Hey, yes, dear. Would you like that? I'll get that for you. Would you like me to get you a drink when I'm in the middle? Would you like me to? Would you like me to help? Well, I'll rub your feet. What are you talking about? And he's looking at going, man. He's rubbing her feet and getting her a drink. He must have done something bad. And we're like, no. He didn't do anything wrong. He loves his wife. <laughs> when you love your wife, you rub her feet if her feet hurt. And you love your wife and you go, you know, you, you, you show consideration as a human being. You go to the kitchen to get something. She might want something too. You ask her. He didn't grow up in a house like that. My feet are hurting. Too bad, bitch. That's the house, that's the house he grew up in. Well, you went to the kitchen and you didn't ask me if I wanted something? Bitch, you know where the kitchen is? That's the kind of house he grew up in. He grew up in a house where that was how the parents talked to each other. So when he saw people hugging each other, it was like weird, man. He's like, what the hell is going on? Did somebody die or something? No, nobody died. They're just family members that like each other. You know? I mean, if you see mostly unhealthy relationships, the healthy ones are an aberration to you. <laughs> you know? I mean, you literally don't even know what a hug is. Because you never got one. And when you do get one, it feels weird. That's how. That's the kind of life he had. You know? And that's that's what happens. When you see unhealthy shit, that's what happens to you. So I said to you, you all you see is unhealthy siblings. And all you see is siblings that take shit from you. And all you see is siblings that mess everything up. And take your social security number and all that kind of stuff. So when you run across everybody else, you think that they're like that. Because that's all you saw. You know, nobody can fault you for that. <laughs> you know, but it just means you got to stop hanging around them. You don't owe them anything. You don't owe them anything. I made a decision a long time ago, man. And I think, you, and if you're listening to me, you should make that decision too. Just because they're relatives doesn't mean you owe them something. You know, because they'll take advantage of that shit. <laughs> they will take advantage of that with a quickness. You know. I had to cut off some people myself. You know, I'm not, you know, and it's and it's really weird to have to cut somebody off and get rid of them. You don't want to do that shit, you know. But I mean, I, it was either cut them off or cut them. And I think that the, you know, the former is less likely to lead to a jail sentence. So I said, you know what, I'm just going to cut them off instead of cutting them. You know. <laughs> you know. That was weird. And all the, this is a long conversation that I had with strangers outside of the dollar store. Weird. Every time I go to the dollar store, something weird happens, man. You know? I mean, I love that place. I mean, you know, people, you, you got, got enough money. You had to shop at the dollar store. Why would, I, why would I spend more money for stuff if I don't have to when it's basically the same shit? What am I buying? Boutique toothpaste? 
Well, this toothpaste has diamond-encrusted diamond-encrusted handle on the toothbrush and it's diamond-encrusted. And uh, uh, Excuse me, does that Coca-Cola have a diamond in the bottom? It does not have a diamond in the bottom. Oh, God, I, 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 I can't buy that. I just like diamond-encrusted everything. See, this condom, it's diamond-encrusted. I can't get any more dates because women think I'm insane, but it's diamond-encrusted. It's impressive, and it's diamond-encrusted. Because when I lived in Los Angeles initially, the first time I moved there, before I moved back, the second time, what I saw was a whole bunch of people. In the, I mean, you would go to the dollar store, and there would literally be Mercedes, Benz's in there, Porsches in there. And you'd walk in, and you would see women at, you know, literally, I would, you would see women at, if you remember uh, uh, the Gilligan's Island, Lovey from Gilligan's Island, you know, the wife. Oh, yes, Dustin. You, you would see women like that in the dollar store. This chick was wearing a mink coat, and it's 80 degrees outside because she wanted people to see that I have a mink, mink coat. But she's standing there with that, that pink shopping cart with the, weird, with the weird green wheels just like everybody else. And you're looking at her like, bitch, what are you doing in the dollar store? Now, by the way, I just want to make it very, very clear. What I just said, bitch, what are you doing in the dollar store? That is not me talking. That was the guy behind me talking. But unfortunately, the lady was in front was in front of me, and she looked back at me, and I'm like, whoa, who, who? I don't call women bitches. I don't do that. You know? And she goes, oh, I was so sorry. Because she was, like, going to scream on me. Uh, but then she heard my voice, and she realized I sound like this. And the person that said what he said was sounding like this. What that bitch doing in there? So it was obviously the voices were different, because she was going, she was about to pull that $700 purse and bust me in my damn head with it. And then she saw that guy, and she wanted to bust him in the head, but he looked like if she pulled her purse and reached back to swing it, he might go to his belt buckle and bring out something else that wouldn't need to be swung. Because you don't need to swing anything when you're pulling the trigger. Because that dude had, I just got out of jail and I'm looking for a reason to go back written all over his ass. So she just calmed down. But, But you will see a lot of things. Another thing is, people, people, you can't walk into a, one of those places and just grab one thing. That's why they thrive, man. They should just call dollar stores impulse buy emporiums because that's all you do is walk in there. You could actually, if you if you drive by a dollar store and the red light takes too long, you will go. Well, since I'm here, well, you're not here. It's actually four lanes over there. That's good enough. I'm still going in, but, but we were in a hurry. We were in a hurry. I need to go in and buy some shit that I don't really need. That's the power of the dollar store, man. Or in California, they call them the ninety-nine cent store. That's the power of those places. You think you're not, you think you're not going to buy something, but your punk ass is going to buy something. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm thinking maybe there's some kind of special hypnotic music in those places. You walk by, you know, I'm a really frugal guy. I really don't like to spend that much money for the dollar store. It's the dollar store. Get in here, you bastard. I have to go into this store and buy stupid shit. I don't know why I'm compelled to walk into the store and buy some stupid shit. I can't, ha, I gotta buy stupid shit. Here's my money. Give me things I don't need that will be thrown out in the trash before I use them. Ha, <laughs> ha. 
I need that Nerf basketball set that doesn't even have a basketball. Oh, it does have a basketball, but the basketball is too big to go through the hoop, and that's why the dollar store has it because it's a mistake. I don't care. I'll take it. We'll just count it when the ball balances on the hoop. We'll count it as a point, okay? Oh, I need this tripod for my iPhone. Of course, it's going to fall apart because I can see one of the legs is too short, and that's why it's at the dollar store, but it's only a dollar. I need to buy it anyway. What? Condoms with the top part off, meaning basically the tip of your penis can actually come right through it. Doesn't matter. It's only a dollar for all 40 of them. I'll take them anyway. <laughs> oh, wait a co- what a coincidence. There's a really bad pregnancy test right next to it. Might as well buy it since these condoms ain't going to work. <laughs> I don't care. It's only a dollar. Is that's the power of the dollar store. So, folks. That is the end of today's podcast. My name is S. Anthony Thomas. This is S. Anthony Says or the S. Anthony Says podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Now, people, I see a lot more of you coming along. Thank you for sharing me. If you want a social networking site somewhere, you know you love this show, damn it. So you tell all your friends, your colleagues to listen to this crap. They like to listen to a strange man ramble and there's no place better than me in hearing my weird shit. You just tell your friends, damn it. You retweet me if you're on Twitter. You post me if you're on Facebook. You walk down the streets and you tell people to listen to this crap because it's good for you. It's good for you. It's like chicken soup. And not just for your soul. This is chicken soup for... Well, actually, the soul's pretty good, but I don't want to get sued because chicken soup for the soul is actually a trademark thing. So this is chicken soup for the stuff that's not your soul. You can buy chicken soup for the soul, get that from the other guy. But for me, chicken soup for everything that is not your soul. That's what this show is, damn it. So you tell your friends and colleagues and everybody to, to come listen and subscribe if you haven't. And if they haven't subscribed, make them subscribe, damn it. That's right, I'm giving you permission to make them subscribe. <laughs> the home base for this podcast is santhonysays.podbean.com. All my social networking sites are there. So if you want to see what else is going on, please feel free to check it out there. The email address is uh, the S. Anthony Says Podcast at gmail.com. There's more and more of you coming on every day. And I think it's because you guys are, are, are wonderful enough to not only come back and listen on a regular basis and to go back and check out the archives of the other stuff that's happened already. Because this is, I think this is the 86th one, I think it is. The 86th one. Um, I just want to thank you very, very much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for sharing this. We will see you. We, it's only me. I will see you again on Wednesday. S. Anthony out. Much love to you. S. Anthony out.